Welcome to the Transformation Leaders Podcast. I'm Tony Lockwood, and I'm delighted that you have joined me on today's episode. This podcast combines discussions with transformation leaders who openly talk about their experiences, both positive and developmental, along with recordings of our roundtable discussions that we host as part of the Transformation Leaders Hub, where we share and discuss best practices, or indeed world-class basics, that you can quickly and easily deploy that will help you to deliver successful change and transformation. So, without further delay, let's get on with the show. This episode is taken from a recent 1% Club Roundtable, where we discussed outcome-focused transformation. So good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome to this uh, latest 1% Club Roundtable. Um, today's session uh, came about after a conversation I was having with a, uh, a potential uh, client last week. And um, the, the conversation was, we, we, we've, we've got a lot to do. Um, and um, we've, we, we're pretty clear about where we want to get to. Um, but actually the journey from where we are to where we want to get to, we're, we're absolutely unclear about and we've, we've not got that much experience of driving large, large scale transformation. So um, what would your what would your approach be? Um, and uh, I started to talk about the subject of, of, of today's session, uh, what, something I sort of started to call outcome focused transformation and the, um, specifically the planning approach to that. And I thought given given the response that I had from, from this organisation and the client within this organisation, it was probably something to, uh, to, to share through the round table. Um, so without further ado, let me share my screen and um, we can show you a, a little bit about what I'm talking about. Just one second. So I should be able, should be all set on this until really really after all these months. But hopefully you can see that one percent club um, outcome focused transformation uh, and the planning approach to that. And, and again, as we always do, why does this matter? Um, well, I think the more that we can, as an, as organisations and as, as advisors to organisations, the more that we can help them to provide uh, gain absolute clarity around what they're trying to achieve the vision uh, and and the, the objectives for the transformation the more we can help them to do that the, the better you know it's a, it gives that north star it allows us to be really really clear about um, um, uh, work where we're heading and and with that north star we can we can it can help with decision making as we go along um, in, in an agile type of world um, but it also, I think, um, that the whole approach focuses upon the why really early doors, get absolute clarity about why we're making this transformation. Um, and again, what that helps us to do is engage with people and bring people on the journey. Uh, if they understand the why, um, they are much more likely to help to build the what. Um, so, uh, and, and, with an outcome-focused transformation in the planning approach, it helps us to 
identify those interdependencies that we we need to have in place as we move move through the program. Who needs to be involved? But actually, um, and I'll explain why as as we go through the session. It, it helps us to look at things through a different lens and 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 that sort of innovation led approach as we go through. Um, and, and the agile element as we go through. It, it, it allows us to um, really cut through a lot of the um, stuff that just ha- has, has built up over many years within organisations that don't, doesn't really add any value, but looking at it from a different, through a different lens and looking at it from a, from a different perspective can cut through that and, and, and help to um, Established the, the 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 journey that we've got to go to at a much more detailed level. So um, the starting point of of uh, an outcome based or outcome focused transformation is start with the end in mind, um, and 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 get absolutely clear about the outcomes that we're that we're looking to achieve. Um, and once we've got those uh, outcomes clearly defined. Um, if we then start to um, work with the wider team, um, it, it allows the wider team to get significant clarity around those outcomes. What does it actually mean to the end customer or the end client? What does it mean to the internal team? What does it mean to the supply base? What does it mean to the whole organisation? And the more clarity we can get and the more time that we can spend in really defining that, at a quite a detailed level, in my experience, the easier it becomes to take people on that journey. Because by doing that, we can start to identify some of the issues that we've all faced. We can identify some of the um, um, stakeholders that we need to get involved. And we can start to think about and consider some of the challenges that, that um, those stakeholders might, 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 might bring into the discussions. Um, and and, and uh, Always, in my experience, if we can focus upon the external, your client or the customer, and put yourselves in their shoes um, when, when we're looking at what the outcome should be. If it's an internal focused transformation, again, still make sure that you're in the, that you put yourself in the customer's shoes because all too often, if you become too internally focused, you can lose sight of what the business is there to do, what the organisation is there to do from a client or customer's perspective, and actually um, the, the, the business ultimately starts to fail or doesn't achieve anywhere near its, its objectives. And the, con- the conflicts that will be created internally as you go through that pro- programme where, where people are very, where those people that are very client-focused will, will, will start to fight against some of the change and transformation that's needed if it's just a purely internally focused. Uh, program that we're running. So the, the, the second element is once we've got that clarity about um, the outcome, let's get absolute clarity around the, the why, uh, because it's, the why is always more important than the what. Um, and the why is the thing that will drive people to take action. Um, it will it will en- en- help you to engage um, all the key stakeholders, all the team members to drive towards this this why. Um, and if there isn't that real passionate understanding of the why, the likelihood is people will start to um, not necessarily fight against it, but just not be supportive of it. If they can't buy into that why, they probably won't be supportive of it. 
I, 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 I go back to a program I got involved in many years ago with one of the big national infrastructure businesses. And um, um, we were struggling to get people engaged uh, and um, after about six months or so. And, and I sat down with a, um, a, a small team of um, mid-managers um, and some senior managers uh, and just asked the question like, what, what, why are people not um, moving forward? Why are people not engaging with what we're trying to do? Um, and and their, their response was, but, you know, we, we, we just had you know, the last six, seven, eight years of constant change. And we know, and, and history tells us, if we keep our head down for six months or so, um, you'll go away and another initiative will kick off again. And, and 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 once we were clear about that and could really then focus upon the why and the reasons why we the organisation needed to change, we were able to to, to 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 turn that around. So as I said at, at the end of this slide, really, the why provides the passion that will drive the action to deliver the what. And, and you know, people people are driven by passion. You know, that's, it's, we, we've got to get people at the emotional level to help us to move things forward. The third aspect is once you've got that real clarity on what the outcomes are and you've got a real understanding of the why, in terms of the planning process, work backwards. All too often when, when, uh, you know, when we sit down and look at the plan, we say, we're here, we've got to get to there, and we work from left to right. We start to look at what do we need to do today, tomorrow, the next day. Actually, in, in terms of a planning process, I like to work at the, the end and work backwards. So start with the end in mind and work backwards and really start to look at, if to, to achieve that final outcome, what's the thing that we need to have in place immediately before we achieve that? And then keep just working backwards and working backwards. And if you by doing that and getting clarity on each of the, the key steps, you, you it starts to help identify um, um, the dependencies, it starts to identify the risk, it starts to identify the people that you need to get involved at different stages. Um, and, and actually, this, this sort of view of getting clarity on each of the critical sort of milestones, when you're looking at it from, from, the, the, other, uh, from the other perspective, you can start to think about things with an innovation lens and, start to, and, and, and question why uh, organizations are doing what they're doing or why have they done what they've done in the past um, so start with the end in mind and work backwards and start to identify those key um, preceding steps that you need to have in place before you can make that ultimate leap um, the fourth one not surprisingly is rinse and repeat until you get all of the key aspects in place to where you are now um, and, and when I say all of the key aspects I'm not talking about a you know, 10,000 line um, plan here. I'm talking about putting, getting to, to a stage where you've got some high level milestones in in key phases of development, but at each one of them, it's the, the key question is, what do I need to have in place immediately prior to being able to achieve that next outcome? And again, if you start to do that, you, things will naturally start to group together. Uh, and they could be individual projects, they could be individual work streams. But you start to pull things together and start to get a much more um, um, visible understanding of where you are now to where you want to get to and the route that you've got to, go, got to have to take. The final bit is, is 
once you've got that high level milestone plan then be very agile as you work towards delivering it because all too often you enter into something and if you're not careful the planning process can can um, um, take on a life of its own um, and we all know that you know as soon as you put a plan to, uh, to, to a paper the day after it's out of date because stuff happens so we have those key milestones have those absolute clarity on those interim outcomes that you need to have in place but be quite agile about what you need to do to get to those um, and, and as you move forward you know it helps you to take into account everything that's going on all the stuff that we don't know about today the, or the stuff that's happening from from an external perspective that sort of um, having that agility in delivering each of the individual outcomes is 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 a critical success factor i believe and, and, and certainly um, in, in in the stuff that i've been involved in it just helps engage with people it it it, it, it helps to start moving people along the journey with an absolute clear, clear why, understanding the, a clear understanding of the why, and a clear understanding of the outcome, but it allows you to focus upon the individual milestones, the individual outcomes that we need to have in place, uh, and, and gives you the capability to celebrate the successes as you go along uh, in that agile way. So, uh, yeah, that's my, my definition of... Um, outcome focused transformation and the planning process. Um, I'll stop sharing now and, and open it up to the floor and get your thoughts and, uh, and, and opinions and, uh, and experiences. The discussion that follows has been recorded and released inside of the Transformation Leaders Hub. If you wish to join this exclusive community of those working in change and transformation, please go to www.thetransformationleadershub.com and sign up. We have a free member offer available right now. I trust that you have found this episode insightful and my wish is that you have found at least one nugget that you can take away, consider and deploy into your life, both business and personal. If you've enjoyed the show, please do subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. It really does help us to share the message to a wider audience. Also, feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions or indeed thoughts on a future episode. My contact details are in the show notes. Once again, thank you for joining me today and I look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the coming weeks. Bye for now.